Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of the Hyams Podcast. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, April the 22nd, as we can... Breathe a little easier today after the win yesterday. A sweep at the hands of Gabe Kapler felt like it was going to happen as uh, after Tuesday's game that we talked about as the most 2020 loss of 2021. It really felt like that was about to be outdone in just one day, as yesterday just felt like it was a loss. It felt like a win for a while, and then when it felt like it was going to be a loss, it really emphatically felt like it was going to be a loss. And luckily, thank goodness, thank you, Bryce Harper, thank you, Andrew Knapp, thank you, others, which we will get to. But the Phillies pull it out, a walk-off victory. In the bottom of the ninth, Andrew Knapp, a uh, game-winning single, just massive, so necessary. We'll dive into the whole game. A weird one, the Phillies got out early, then there was a 44-minute rain delay, then the Phillies cruising for a while, and then all of a sudden, they weren't, and then they fight back, and uh, some big hits from some big players, Bryce Harper, notably, is that dude, man, uh... Just could not ask for more from from a guy you pay that kind of money to so far this season, and uh, from a guy who's supposed to be your leader, your your um, center of of everything. Um, he's really brought it in this stretch when the offense has struggled so much. You know, Harper's just been the one, like the metronome, the one piece of the offense that has gone every night and just uh, just brought it and been awesome. And, uh, you know, I know Segura was really good for a while too, but obviously the injury there, we'll talk about that as well, as that was announced prior to the game that he would go to the IL, which, you know, when we talked about it yesterday, uh, trying to, to guess what would happen, that was my guess. My guess was that he would end up uh, on an IL stint. 
um, just because it looked like that type of injury. But but um, Segura and Harper are really the only two guys who've, who've been consistently day in day out bringing it. Real Muto's been fine, Didi's been fine, but Harper really carrying the team. We'll get to more of Harper in a bit, but ultimately, just again a um, a game they really had to have in a way. Look, it's not a must win. It's it's April baseball there is absolutely no such thing as a must-win game in april um, those games can come back to matter later in september we can look back on on games and say wow if if that game hadn't gone that way maybe we don't miss the playoffs by a game or, or vice versa or whatever but um certainly not a must-win game in april but it but it felt like in a way certainly for the fan base a bit of a must-win after Losing the first two of the series against Gabe, you know, just um, it had been so um, such a look forward to series, such a look forward to return. And I think for a lot of fans, you know, I, I as we've talked about many times, I didn't have the the animosity for Gabe that that a lot of people did. But I think for a lot of fans, it was a this was a big series. They wanted to take advantage of, of Gabe Kapler's less talented Giants, and the first two games did not go that way. And as we talked about, the second game obviously didn't go that way in spectacular, disastrous fashion. And uh, and to come back and win it yesterday, I thought it was huge. I thought it was a, a really nice win for the team. And again, especially when it really felt like it was all unraveling to, to battle back, I, I thought it showed resilience and some toughness. From a team that, you know, is about to go on the road. They've been just absolutely train wreck horrible on the road. So, um, you know, getting that last one at home, not getting swept by the Giants, getting back to 500, now 9-9, nine and nine, avoiding an 8-10 and 10 record. I think it was an important win. And, and now, look, you're going on the road, but you're going to face a Rockies team that's 6-12 and 12 coming in this series. So you hope the Phillies can kind of right their road woes and find a way to get back on... Um, the winning track and maybe string a couple of these together. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be something? Um, but ultimately again, um, while the giant series on the whole, certainly disappointing, um, losing two or three to that team is, is at home is frustrating and, and that shouldn't happen in that spot. But thank goodness, thank goodness they salvaged that game yesterday. Cause we would be talking about this team in a, in a much different way if they had not salvaged it. And look, um, there's issues still. Everything we've talked about is still there. And, and specifically, you know, diving into to the news pregame before we dive into the game, that it was now Gene Segura to the IL with a quad strain. Scott Kingery called up. Ramon Rosso was sent down. For Spencer Howard as well, that would prove uh, to be important for this game um, that was played yesterday as well. But but the Segura news, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a big blow. It's a big blow. The, all the reasons we talked about yesterday when we talked about the potential of him missing time. But, look, we just talked about it. You know, him and Harvard have been the two best hitters in the lineup, certainly for the last two weeks, three weeks, without question. Harvard, you know, Segura batting 350 or 352 or whatever it is. He's been awesome. He's been hustling. He's been, um, you know, look, got hurt on hustle play. Um, so, you know, he's been giving you everything you could ask for. And, and it's already a lineup that that is a struggling comparative to its talent, and b a lineup that's missing Didi Gregorius as well. Gregorius now missing his third game in a row. And don't get me wrong, Nicky Maton. We'll talk a little bit about Nick coming up, but he has certainly proved uh, done a valiant job filling in for Didi. But but a lineup that's already deficient, already you know banged up a little bit. And then as we've talked about that the struggles in certain spots, center field. 
Got a little production yesterday. Thank you, Mick. We'll get to that too. But ultimately, you know, it's been a whole and and Andrew McCutcheon, man, oh man, um, he he looks awful. Obviously, the play yesterday, which we'll talk about when we get into the game, but just offensively leading off. I mean, I can't lead off anymore, but they don't have any options. It's uh, they've got some holes construction wise, roster construction wise. As you know, we talked about yesterday. We don't need to belabor all that, but. But you know those are those are real issues for this team that that you know losing a guy like Segura only um, accentuates you know and only um, further exacerbates. So it's going to be an issue. You know, losing Segura for this time is going to be an issue. Kingery, I mean, one opportunity yesterday just uh, uh, completely overmatched, struck out. I mean, I have. I hate to say it. It's sad to say, but I have zero faith in Scott Kingery being able to hit at the major league level right now. Zero. You know, it'd be cool if he surprises me. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I don't expect Scott Kingery to contribute anything offensively to this team. If he plays second base, cool. He'll do. He'll give you good defense, but I think you're going to have to play Brad, Brad Miller more. I mean, Brad Miller, yet again, another day, three hits yesterday, just, just uh, continuing to produce offensively. Every time he's been given an opportunity, he's produced. You know, he has uh, um, been one of the best hitters on the team when, when in the lineup. So, um, But, yeah, losing Segura is a big deal. So it's, um, it's going to be an issue. And, and, again, for a team that's, uh, you know, like we talked about, the, the biggest issue with this team is roster depth. That is the number one biggest issue for this team is, is the depth of the roster, the talent from, you know, 20 to 25 on the roster, and then more importantly from 25 to 40, you know, um, or just as importantly. Um, they don't have a lot of guys to fill holes. That's what it comes down to, and that's a problem. All right. Um, it wasn't a problem yesterday. Yesterday they were able to get a win. And, look, they still have a lot of talent. They still have some good starters, obviously. They still have Bryce Harper. They still have um, Real Muto. They still have Hoskins, who's been real bad lately. Maybe he could turn it around. You know, they can – they're not, you know, lost. And, and Segura is just a quad strain. He's not going to be out for the whole season. Um but again, it is a, it is a significant. The point is, it's a significant injury for this lineup right now, especially considering how good he's been. Um, all right, the game yesterday again, uh, a thrill ride. Uh, not as much fun, you might say, as uh, as you would hope a thrill ride to be, uh, but only because it felt like they were going to break our hearts for the second night in a row. Phillies get out to an early lead, the second inning. My dude, our guy, Mickey. Moniac, his first career home run, just really nice swing on a pitch and just takes it to the opposite field, an opposite field shot for Mickey, a three-run shot. Really needed that, the first RBI to come from the center field position this season. Are you kidding me? How insane is that? Oh, man, and obviously Mick with two hits uh, in two nights had uh not been hit by a center fielder, a starting center fielder for the Phillies since April 4th. So awesome to see Mick get going a little bit. That is obviously, if he can get going, I mean, that'd be huge. That'd be so big. And look, defensively, he's been good. He's made some really nice plays out there. So if you can get some from Mick and then maybe you find someone who can actually hit as a right-handed platoon, you know, someone who's not Roman Quinn, um, someone who's not Scott Kingery, yes, I'm saying trade or sign somebody. I don't know if there's anyone other to sign. There probably isn't, but trade for somebody. Just someone who can hit a little bit right-handed. Um, maybe play a little left field. McCutcheon can't. 
I don't know, something like that. But if Mick can give you something, that'd be it'd be so big. It'd be so big for this team. So Mick gets him going early, three nothing. Uh, rain delay, forty four minute rain delay, and um, they made Effling come out, warm up, throw one pitch, and then they called a rain delay. You could see how furious he was with the umpires, and, and he had a right to be. I thought that was that was Mickey Mouse. That was Bush League. What the umpires did there. Um, ultimately, the rain delay, forty four minutes. Luckily, Effling's still able to come back out. Um, only one blemish gives up an RBI ground out in the uh, fifth inning to make it three to one at that point. Eflin goes six innings, seven hits allowed, no walks, one earned run, three strikeouts. Really a nice outing from Eflin. 86 pitches. My problem, uh, only problem with Eflin was that Girardi pulled him out. So what happened in the sixth inning? Uh, Nick Maton, Nicky Maton. Um, rips a opposite field single. Um, Maton really another nice game. We'll get to the whole line in a bit, but, uh, defensively has been really solid, uh, really nice arm. I didn't realize he was a pitcher in college. Um, I, I like, uh, I like what I've seen from Maton, you know, again, I'm not saying he's your shortstop, but, uh, he looks like someone who's better than Ronald Torres, like someone who could be your, maybe your bench bat. I don't know. Your, your bench infielder. I mean, look, better than Scott Kingery, right? I mean, I'd rather have Nick Maton play than Scott Kingery. <laughs> it's, it's such a ridiculous thing to say. I would absolutely rather have Nick Maton play than Scott Kingery. And I think the Phillies would too, as we've seen. So, yeah, that's what it is. It's crazy, but it's what it is. Um, so, um, Maton, uh, uh, opposite field shot. Um uh, kind of skips past uh, the left fielder, and he's able to get to third base on it. Um, knocks in a run. Um, Mickey Moniak strikes out. So now it's runner at third, two outs, and Zach Eflin coming to the plate. And look, I know there are a lot of managers who would say, all right, you've thrown 86 pitches, you've given us six innings. I'm going to pinch hit for you here. I get it. I just wouldn't have done it if it were me. I, I wouldn't have done that with, with your bullpen the way it is, with the struggles they have had um, the last couple days and just being thin, you know, and not having a ton of guys to go to. Um, I didn't like the move. I would have let Eflin hit there, especially because, you know what, Scott Kingery stinks. Scott Kingery did not give you a markedly better chance there to get a hit than Zach Eflin, in my opinion. It, I mean, I, it's sad. It's ridiculous. But I'd rather have Eflin go up there and just take a hack or two. And you know what? They got one run out of the inning. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, it's something. It's something um, in that spot. Um, and look, you know, I, I again, I'm not – I'm not saying this was a slam dunk decision. I'm not saying that um, I think a lot of managers would have done the same thing Girardi did. But I uh, I wouldn't have. I really wouldn't have. I would have I would have let Eflin hit there and kept Eflin in there. Eflin was cruising. Eflin looked good, only at 86 pitches. So, um, look, I think a lot of people might disagree with me. I don't know. But I definitely, definitely would have done that. I would have kept Eflin in there, pitched him for another inning, and, and saved the pen some more too. But... Um, Jory doesn't do it. And look, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, um, re litigate what I did yesterday, but I, I stand by what I said yesterday. I stand by the, um, I stand by the, the, the statement that Joe Jordy has not done a great job this year. And, and 
I've been disappointed so far with Girardi. His in-game managing is not great. <laughs> he makes a lot of strange decisions. He leaves pitchers in too long. He pulls them too quickly. The bullpen decisions have been, you know, decent this year, but hit or miss at times, certainly last year. Obviously a rough bullpen, but, um, you know, and I don't blame him for that, but, um, you know, loves double switches, like way over the top. It's always got me a double switch, double switch, double switch. Like, oh, like using his bench up like crazy, like every game. Like, it's like they don't fall play. It's not little league. You don't have to, to get everyone in there, Joe. It's all good. Some guys cannot leave the bench. Um, I don't know. We, we, we're not, we talked about it yesterday. I'm sure we're going to talk about it more. Um, so we don't have to, to, you know, again, belabor it, but I, I do, I do personally think Jari's done a pretty bad job this year. So that's just me. Um, but the Phillies get the win yesterday. And, and again, look, a, a big one for the offense. Ultimately, uh, what happens there, Eflin goes six. They end up bringing in Brandon Kinsler. Kinsler gets rock, gives up three. JoJo gives up another one, uh, unearned. And then it's all of a sudden a 5-4 game. And it just felt like the Phillies were going to lose. It just felt like the Phillies were going to lose. Spencer Howard comes in and bridges the gap, bridges the dam, an inning and a third of shutout baseball for Spencer Howard. He looked awesome. Three strikeouts. Um, That was super cool to see. Very important for this team, for their chances. If Spencer Howard can be something legit, I mean, who, buddy? Even if it's not as a starter, even if it's something out of the bullpen, I mean, that's... That would be something that would really help this team. You know, that would be a massive thing. And I, I think that's something that's that's fair to expect. I mean, he's a legitimate prospect with legitimate stuff. Um, so that's exciting. And then Hector Neres ultimately pitches the ninth and gets the win. The, the big, big, big hit the Phillies get, seventh inning, a 5-4 ball game just after that big inning, that four-run inning for the Giants uh, makes it 5-4. Harper comes up in the bottom of the next inning and Man, um, what a player. Uh, what a clutch guy. Harper rips one into left field, uh, excuse me, in a right field over the fence for a home run. Um, makes it 5 5, gives the Phillies a chance to ultimately, in the end, win it on an Andrew Knapp walk off hit. Um, who scores the run on that? Oh, Bryce Harper, who led off the ninth, getting on base, as he does. Bryce Harper. Um, just a, another great game. Harper goes. Uh, in the game, two for four with a walk, two runs scored, an RBI and a home run, obviously. RBI on the home run, obviously. Um, Bryce Harper's been absolutely awesome. And and his home runs, it just feels like every time he hits one, it's like a tie game or a, or to take a one-run lead or to tie a game. You know, it's just he's hit some meaningful home runs already this year. And, uh, again, it's awesome to see Harper right now batting 350. Seven, 357 with a 493 on base percentage. So, yes, Bryce Harper has almost gotten on base 50% of the time he's come to the plate this season. Think about that. And then he's got a 625 slugging percentage to boot. Yes, that is, for those calculating at home, an over 1,100 OPS on the season. Over 1,100. Bryce Harper, and again, I know it's a small sample size of our, but Bryce Harper is... Having about as good a start to a season as we've seen a Philly have in, in a while. Like, I mean, he's he's been absolutely awesome. And he's, you know, putting up some MVP-like numbers through April. You know, only his fourth homer. Again, we've talked about he's had a few that are, are close. Um, only his fourth one. But uh, other than that, just 
Just like that, he is nine for his last 13. Here's his last five games. Uh, he has gone uh, two for four with the homer in the last one we talked about. Two for three with two runs scored and two walks the game before that. Three for four the game before that. Three for three with a walk the game before that. One for three with a walk the game before that. I mean, he has just been absolutely, totally locked in. He is seeing beach balls right now. When he's at the plate, and uh, and it's huge because this team desperately needs it. Again, as we've talked about, I mean, this has been an offense that has not been consistent. I mean, we've had a lot of guys you count on who have not been countable on. Andrew McCutcheon, obviously, is the, the first one that pops to mind that we talked about. But, but Reese Hoskins, start the season hot, has been ice cold. Massive strikeout from Hoskins in the eighth inning. Bottom of the eighth, base is loaded. Hoskins strikes out, and uh, he has been um, he's been struggling. You know, he's kind of lost his groove since that start to the season. Um, it's just a lineup that hasn't produced on a night-to-night basis yet, as we know. And granted, they face stiff competition. They face really good pitching. Um, you know, prior to last night, I believe they had faced uh, only four non-top three starters in a rotation. You know, so that'll get better. They'll hit. I, I've I've had confidence with it, but Bryce Harper has been the 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 heart that has carried this forward without without it this lineup could have died over the last few weeks um and uh, harper has just been such a massive massive force and it's awesome to see uh also we mentioned before but so mickey moniac massive you know the home run yesterday if he can get going that'd be huge and then nicky maton i mean nick nicky maton goes three for four yesterday a 417 average on the season and a 500 slugging percentage. Nick Maton is a 917 OPS so far. And yes, the smallest of sample sizes. But I think if nothing else, Maton's shown that he can play at the major league level. Uh, and look, we've seen guys start hot and then just totally lose it and they get a book and all that. But um, I just like what I've seen from him so far. Again, I don't think he's a, you know, a starter uh, long term. But he could fill in, I, you know. I'm all right with Nicky Maton in the lab. If I see Maton in the lab, I'm not gonna be like, oh, no, I don't need, I don't need that. I'll be like, no, it's cool. Let's go, Nick. I like Nick Maton. Uh, count me in on Nick Maton so far. Um, look again, as as uh, I don't think you could say it any stronger than than saying I would rather and let's say much rather. Have him in the lineup than Scott Kingery. It's not even close for me, which is insane. Like, what is that? It's crazy. But um, Nick Maton's been really good. I've been really impressed with what we've seen from him. And again, last night, that, that Spencer Howard inning uh, and a third, I don't want to underrate the importance of it that, uh, you know, if he could be a, a multi-inning weapon out of the pen for this team, um, a – starter an opener who can give you you know some innings to start a game when you need it um i mean that'd be huge that'd be huge spencer howard is a uh you know the most talented guy in that pen if he's out there you know other than alvarado um you know just based on his stuff so um it'd be huge and look i mean maybe they decide to stretch him out maybe they feel like they're ready to put him in the rotation um, again, we all know Vincent Velasquez is starting on Friday in Colorado and we'll dive into that series more tomorrow. Um, but man, as you know, the off day today, much needed for this team, but Vinny Velasquez is back. He's starting, you know? So yeah, that's a problem. Uh, so uh, Matt Moore, not the solution. Vinny Velasquez, not the solution. Spencer Howard maybe is. So 
again, I think there's, as we've talked about, there's a lot to worry with with this team. There's a lot to be concerned about with the injuries right now, the lack of depth. Um, Look, getting Jose Alvarado back will be huge whenever they get him back from the COVID list. I mean, um, you know, not having him the last few nights has been apparent. The kind of Bragdon situation probably doesn't happen if Jose Alvarado's there. He probably pitches that inning with those lefties coming up. Um, So... It's an important time for the Phillies to kind of weather this because losing Segura hurts. They've lost Archie Bradley. Uh, Alvarado's out right now. Weather this and and find a way to win some games like this with with the Nicky Maton contributes contributions and Mickey Moniak coming in and giving you some stuff and um, finding ways to win games. And again, look, you need you need what you got from Eflin today, and he could have gone another inning. You need what you got from Noel the other day. You need Wheeler to be better. Like you need those three guys to be really good. And kind of carry this team a little bit till everyone's back and the offense can get rolling, or or hopefully the offense can get rolling without everyone back because that's even more important. But either way, um, big win yesterday that I think can kind of give them a little juice. A walk off win is always a big one. Uh, heading into this this road trip here, as again three against Colorado, that that's huge, that's good. But then three against St. Louis, who we know is a good baseball team, and the Phillies were able to take two or three here against them. But there, I don't know, you know. Phillies, Phillies haven't been good on the road, so uh, it's an important road trip to kind of show what they got. Um, again, considering how bad they've been, um, Brewers at home coming up after that, so that'll be good. The Brewers are a team I think they can um, handle. Um, as uh, um, you know, I think uh, Phillies. You know, again, they need to. They, they they've been treading water. Uh, excuse me, the Mets, then the Brewers. So the Mets at home, then the Brewers after that. So that's an important home stand, seven game home stand. The Mets, obviously, that's massive. That three game series after they get back from St. Louis. So um, big one, big one out in St. Louis. Four in St. Louis after the three in Colorado. Seven game road trip. Phillies need to show up. Um, so we'll dive into that more. We'll look at the whole road trip and the schedule coming up more. Uh, after that tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.